It's cool, it's cool. You're not tuning in to TPLG Uncut. I got Bear Buer in the building, Southside Chicago, right? Yes, sir, all day. Hey, man, what about, is, is Chicago just as rough as people here to be? I don't think so, man. I think that people outside of Chicago always have, I think out of any bad place has a worse perspective of, or perception of it because of the news and the media and it. It just sounds worse than it is. I've been raised there. I mean, it's bad, but if you were raised in, you know, any city, inner city around the world, you know, you, yeah. it was bad. Like if you're from St. Louis or you're from Brooklyn or you're from Oakland or you're from yeah. Los, Los Angeles, South Central, you know, it, it has its its negative parts. So I think Chicago is very much so that it's a different culture. But, man, I think, you know, it's an aggressive, you know, Inner city, it's the inner city. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. What, what led you, we'll get to the acting part. How did you okay. start your way or what started your interest to go toward, towards that comedy lane? Man, um, I love comedy. I always loved laughing. And when I was like 19, I was playing the drums for this community choir, man. They thought I was really funny. And he was like, man, you should do some jokes for the concert. And it was kind of like just a thing because I was always funny. And I I, I took the and said, hey, let's do it. I did. it. got a standing ovation my first time doing it at 19 years old, man. And I felt like I found something I didn't know I was looking for, man. And I've been chasing, chasing this dream ever since. Okay, okay. You moved out to L.A. in 2004. So you've been doing, I guess, the comedy for about 16 years or for now, about 16 years. Well, actually, actually, it's eight, 18 years. I moved out in 04, but I started doing stand-up in 02. Okay. What yeah. about the area from Chicago to L.A. is different in regards to the, the audience perspective? Uh, The difference is the culture, man. You know, L.A.'s uh, a melting pot from people all over. Obviously, it has its different communities, and you see a lot of, you know, uh, uh, the Mexicans are very well represented here, obviously, being on, on where we are. But L.A., uh, Chicago is very segregated. Like, you got black. If you grew up in a black neighborhood, it's not very common to see other cultures unless you went to their neighborhood. You know what I mean? And here, everybody lives in everybody's neighborhood. No matter where you live, you could be in Compton, and it's a white person who lives somewhere. Yeah. Not too far from you. You know what I mean? So okay. so that's the differences. And the weather's beautiful here, obviously. We have seasons in Chicago. LA is nice <laughs> and you can you can get a you can get a bike for Christmas and you can go ride it that same day. You know Oh I mean? man. Oh, you know, man. being on the East Coast or the Midwest in the wintertime you get a bike, you got you gotta wait months before you enjoy yeah. that. Unless you yeah. got some space in the basement or the front room <laughs> to move around. <laughs> But, you know, the industry is here. You know, film and television industry is here. And as an entertainer, an actor, and a comic, man, this is a great place to, you know, develop relationships, to, to get exposure uh, with those individuals, with you know, in those industries. Now, how was that first, that first comedian joke? Comedian, you, you want to laugh at your own jokes. So when you wrote your first time knowing that this is what I want to do, was that joke funny to the people or was it just funny to you? My first joke was funny to everybody. Yes, to okay. both, I would say. Um, but I've had some jokes that was not funny to the people and just funny to me um, <laughs> and vice versa. It's, it's just a part of the journey. But, yeah, that, that definitely was uh, 
that's why I was encouraged to do it for that. I'm glad everybody's experience wasn't like that, but I think God understood, like, oh, I need to give him a win so he can go after this, because if I lost the first one, I probably wouldn't have kept going. Yeah, I understand. I understand. How did you, uh, how did the opportunity with TV1, or uh, who got jokes, how did that opportunity come about? Man, who's got jokes? Let me think about it, because that's been so long ago. Who's Got Jokes was an audition. I believe I auditioned at the comedy club in L.A. And um, they was, you know, having trials and different people doing, I think, like two, a minute or three minutes, either two to three minutes. And um, I auditioned and um, got on and um, was able to become a semifinalist. And then they brought me back, which the late Tommy Ford brought me back as one of his favorite comedians the next season. And um, that's how that happened, man. Okay, and so from the Who's Got Jokes to coming to the stage through the uh, com comedy dynamics, how are those two different situations or opportunities helpful for you, you know, moving forward? I mean, it's all, it, it was all just building, man. Coming to the stage was my first uh, stand-up show that I did on um, BET, uh, hosted by Kim Coles, and um, she's the uh, main host, and Bruce Bruce was the host of the other part. It was just like... Uh, a lot of different elements, but it was a comedy competition. Comedy Dynamics is the distribution company that distributes. How you doing, sir? That distributes my um my um stand up special, my uh, debut stand up special, Chicago. I'm home, so that was a blessing, you know, to get a distribution after you know independently producing my stand up special. So that all our elements, man, just building my my uh my my brand as a stand up as an actor. Everything has been just compiling and putting a brick on top of another brick to build my empire that um, I'm working to have. Okay, and at the age of 19 or before, what comedians were you looking looking at as far as studying, that delivery, the creativity? What comedians were you studying or looking to at the time as you progressed through, through your career? Oh, man, the number one comedian was Martin Lawrence. That's definitely been an inspiration and an influence to me. Jamie Foxx. Sinbad, um, Whoopi Goldberg, like people like that. I used to really study. I think I, I studied a lot of Whoopi as it related to her, her film, her, her comedic timing in television and film. And uh, Martin Lawrence, obviously, like he was just a real big influence for me. Yeah. Okay, and, and you said this, you premiered this uh, Chicago I'm Home. So during that, that was your first stand-up um, being back at home or did the, was the other stand-up at home in Chicago as well? Yeah, that's my that was my debut stand up special. You know, okay. as a stand up comic man, I I think most of us aspire to have our our Eddie Murphy Raw or I'm so, I'm sorry, our Martin Lawrence You So Crazy or something like that. And this was mine. This was my debut stand up special, and I always wanted to do it in Chicago. You know, I live in L.A. now, so I knew that I always wanted to bring it back where it started, and I shot it in Chicago, downtown Chicago. So. The kid from the south side of Chicago made it downtown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good, man. When did you start integrating into the film and the television? Um, Very early on, I was independently creating short films and things like that because in my mind, as I've met, watched Martin Lawrence and Jamie Foxx, I always believed that stand-up comedy and television and film kind of work together. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. In my mind, I would always navigate 
television and film. That's why I'm relocated to Los Angeles with the hopes that, you know, I would always be able to do both. But I started to touch it, you know, early on in my career, doing my own little short films, auditioning for different parts here and there. So very early on in my career, I navigated in there. Now, how, now this was the short films and the skits that you had on YouTube as well, or this was yeah. in between? How important is that creative control from, you know, doing your own skits and, your, and having your stand-up special to now the opportunities to be on TV and so on and so forth? So that foundation of creating your own, how, how humble was that experience was for you through that creative process? Man, it's a very humbling experience, and it definitely gives you some tangibles that you can learn when you're working at another level in it, you know, from going to create my own content and working with my counterparts and then working with a Mr. Tyler Perry or Tracy Edmonds on another show on Games on BET. Like, it's certain muscles I built early on that prepared me for the opportunities that came later on. There's certain things that I learned that made me, uh, I guess, put me in position to shine or to do a great job when given the opportunity on that next level. So it, it was humbling and also, you know, just very, I would say, essential in my success as a, as I get the opportunities on this other level. And that BT role with games people play, how was that role on – first off, who was the character you had on games people play? I play Eric. I play an IT guy. Uh, um, that's the show with Lauren London and Saronis and, and everybody's amazing. Jackie Long's on there. But Tracy Edmonds is the executive producer. Robbie Reed, who's a very amazing casting director, who is who gave me an opportunity to audition. But I play Eric, an IT guy, basically from New York, that uh, my girlfriend moves to L.A. and starts to really get into this world. And she's she runs back into her, her ex and I'm struggling, you know, with my 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 trust and my insecurities that she might, you know, see this new life and want want that. So we're supposed to be gearing up for a second season. So uh, yeah, man, okay. it's a whole bunch of other stuff around it. So so you're saying games will play second seasons coming out real soon? Yes, sir. We'll start filming it. I wouldn't say I don't know when it's coming out, but we'll be going into filming it um, as this uh, as we open it back up. You know, the world's open. Okay, and so from a comedic standpoint and creativity to the TV world, there was also an opportunity on Kevin Hart's Guide to the Black History. So in the educational standpoint and with what's going on right now, how important is culture to you? So that way, in the essence of I'm going to keep my culture and I'm not going to sell my culture, but I'm going to enhance the culture from what's, for what our people need to know. Yes. Um, man, first of all, my culture is everything, you know, in essence of why I'm here, uh, the gifts that I have, the, the, the abilities I have, you know, no, no, no knock to any other culture. But as it relates for me and my culture, man, I truly believe that, you know, we're very special people. And I think that in my gifts as a stand up comic, a musician and actor and a creative I think that my culture plays everything in that aspect, man. So I keep it very close to my heart. I try to use my 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 career, my platform, my gifts, all of that to in to progress my culture forward. You know, I'm a very I consider myself a very inspirational person, man. Positive, optimistic, and 
about life. So I try to use my platform, my stand up, my comedy, my acting, my content that I create to always highlight my culture in the best way possible and to, you know, build resources that I can hopefully help other people in different aspects of my culture, man. So I keep that very close to my heart, man. It means everything to me. I understand. And for those who don't know, you, you got two studio albums right now in the cut. So are you, are you diving into the music or is that just something in the I, back pocket that you ain't released yet? No, yeah, I just released an album, a singing album. Yeah, people, a lot of people that know me in one facet don't know me in the other. I'm a musician. As I said, I was playing for choir drums early on in my uh, when I first started stand-up. So I grew up in church. I played the saxophone. I played keys and organ, which I still play. Um, sometimes at my church, I play organ and piano. I songwrite. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with Brandy and, and Tank and other singers like that. So I've always had music in me since I was a kid. So as I've um, gotten older, I was inspired to do an album more recently um, by um, Childish Gambino, which is Donald Glover. I saw this show called, you know, a movie he did called Guava Island. And, you know, he possesses a lot of talents. And so he inspired me to do this recent album, Comfort Goliath, that's on iTunes and Spotify, man. And I'm singing, and it's it's a motivation, inspiration meets R&B, if that makes sense, R&B pop type feel. So, so just you know, something that's inspiring, encouraging, great to listen to, and it's just another layer of myself that I have and wants to share to my, you know, my audience. Okay, and, and you had a help in. Not only in the music and the comedy and the acting, but you also do a little bit of production as well. You help comprise a nationwide comedy tour, doing 25 million versus YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So, definitely got to take a shout out to you on that one, man. I know that can be a, a long road with that, but having that deprived from when the whole crew is stupid. So, how did that that uh, theme help with this this nationwide comedy tour? Oh, man, it was everything, man. Shout out to my boy Big Jai and Minx. Uh, Big John is um, a, a actor, a content creator, a director, a writer, producer, and uh, me and him networked and connected early on in my career in stand-up, and he came on to direct one of my short films, and so we've always had a, a dynamic relationship early on, man, and he was creating content sketches and created this sketch about the whole, when the whole crew is stupid, and it came from a real-life experience of his, and he, like, low-key thought I would be great for this role, and it... Yeah. And it went crazy. And actually, that was the opportunity that allowed Tyler Perry to see me um, <clears throat> for the role that I got in in the show, bruh. So, um, yeah. So from that, man, I just decided to put on a tour. I thought it would be dope for us to all go on the road, given that me and Ja was stand-ups and Minx was navigating into that world. I thought it would be dope to kind of, you know, go and, and connect with our fans and be able to put on a live stand-up show that would, you know, be dope man and it was amazing it was such a great opportunity it was a lot of work but it was fun so um i look forward to doing it again now you you, you spoke on your recent <laughs> uh you have a recent role right now through tyler perry's new com uh, comedy series called bruh yeah how does your character in this series resonate with you yourself or do you see yourself in this role when it was presented to you I did, man. We got an opportunity to look at the different roles and submit what we thought we were closer to or that we felt, you know, we wanted to audition for. And John was somebody I could I could connect with. Um, I think his character is, you know, real. Um, 
he's vulnerable and always, you know, he's trying to navigate life and find out where he is. And I can relate to that, you know, at my earliest stage in life. And um, I, I, I loved his character. I feel like he's layered. He has a lot of different aspects to him. I love, uh, you know, just that concept and that, that opportunity to, to be this layered, complex character in some ways. So, I mean, it was a great opportunity to take on the role. Okay. What, what other opportunities or what other roles do you see yourself playing in for the future on the acting side? Like, what other aspiring roles do you want to that you've seen or you tried out for it was like you may not have got it but something that you can know down the line maybe i can play that role if another right. similar role was presented towards me oh man there's a lot of roles i see myself playing um i i guess it's it's just so many different type of characters that exist okay. um one that i can't think of one particular one that stands out but I would love to play, you know, action. I'm, I'm a big fan of bad boys, the, 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 you know, all, of the, all the bad boys. Um, so I would look forward to playing a, a action comedy, a buddy comedy, um, a dramatic role, um, you know. I, so I just look forward to challenging myself in all of those roles. So I, I really look forward to playing action roles, some dramas, some intense moments. So, yeah. Okay, you're not tuning in the TPLG Uncut. I got my man Barry Beer with me right now. Where can everybody find you at? First off, man, thank you for stopping through. Where can everybody no find you on the social media and staying update on, on a new series called Bruh? Yeah, man. Well, on all social media platforms, man, I'm Barry Brewer Jr. Barry with an A Jr., just J A J R. I'm sorry, Barry Brewer Jr. My website is barrybrewercomedy.com. You can see that when the world opens back up for dates. And man, please go check out Bruh and my stand up special, which is on BET. Um, Bruh premieres, new episode drops every Thursday. A new episode drops every Thursday. Um, I think it's like ep eight episodes out. It's a free trial. So if, if you just want to go check it out and don't want to be obligated to pay the fees, you got seven days to go binge watch the episodes that's out there. And you can check out my stand-up special, Chicago I'm Home, which is on BET Plus, is on Amazon Prime. And man, my stand and my song, my uh, album, which is Conquer Goliath, man, I think it's very encouraging, inspiring. Go check that out. That's everywhere. You can actually check it out on YouTube as well. Um, iTunes, Spotify. Conquer Goliath, Barry Brewman. Thank you, bro, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Already, already. Can you, before you get up out of here, man, can you uh, do one drop for me? Send this your boy, Barry Brewer, and I'm rocking with TPLG Uncut. Definitely. What's up, world? This is comedian Barry Brewer, and I'm rocking with TPLG Uncut. Holla. Hey, look, man. Holla at me, man. Hey, look, when the world opened up, I'm going to have to try to get you out to North Carolina, man, so we can get your show out here for you. Bro, I would love to do that, man. Please keep in touch with me. And thank you so much again, bro, for understanding. I really appreciate you for having me on. Like I said, I understand, man. Time can go past and the days can get busy. So, hey, if I know I can understand, I know everybody else understand too. So just stay plugged thank in you. with me, man. Definitely, bro. Same here. All right, man. Holla at me. Holla. Peace, bro. You know, I tune in TPLG. I just had my boy, Barry Brewer, Julian in the building. Make sure I stay plugged in next week, the Friday Night Live on WQTS 7 to 8, and as well as TPLG, TPLG Uncut. 
as well for next week too. It's your boy Cool Kev. Follow me at T H E K O O L K E L. Holla at me. <laughs>